Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the College Football Uncensored Podcast, brought to you by Saturday Down South. I'm your host, Tyler Huck, and with me as always, my co-host, Chris Marler. Chris, uh, great weekend, Masters weekend, Not a great PGA weekend. takes down Liv. Is that how you, like, is that a thing? I feel like it's becoming a thing, because uh, this is really the first, what, that was the first tournament where all the guys were playing back together again right i or guess no? uh, anyways they had like a secret one i think that Liv tried to do they set up like on like um it was like on the edge of a waterfall in like south africa and they were playing for blood diamonds but i don't know how like who won that tournament you know start paying attention bro uh john rom i uh my first outright bet i've ever hit on golf was John Rom? It's John Rom. How much? How much to win? Well, so I, I didn't just bet John Rom. I I bet like five different golfers, but I hit him. Um, so I went up to Louisville this weekend, uh, yeah. or this past week. Booza, Booza, Booza's in the house. Uh, to do a little bourbon trail with some neighbors. Stopped in Nashville the first night on the way up, and Nashville or Tennessee has uh, legal online sports gambling now. They do. Yeah. So, uh, download a little app, no free ads, but although I think they, maybe we they sponsor all of them. So okay. All right. All so it was DraftKings yeah. Sportsbook. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they had a, uh, they had a, they had a promotion where it was like, you could add plus 300 to anybody you wanted for yeah. the odds. And that's, yeah, I saw that that's legit. Yeah. And I threw that on ROM. So I got ROM for plus 1200 to win the masters. I also had money on Brooks at 3,500, which would have been nice. Okay. So, and real quick, so, and we'll, we'll start doing more of this too as like the, the season, off season goes on, especially going into the season. But like, I don't, anybody that follows the site, Saturday Down South, which is our parent company and host and all that good stuff, um, it's no secret, just the general direction our company is kind of trending in and, and kind of like, and, and how sports are in general now, where we're constantly talking about sports gambling. And that's like where we live anyway. Booze and nose, Booze and nose. Oh, on a Peter, always on a Peter. Yep. Um, you know, it's 2023. We could stay on a Peter for as long as we want. Yep. Unless you're on a Bud Light can. If that Peter's on a Bud Light can, better put that Bud Light can down. Did you see Kid Rock's video, by the way? I did. I did. <laughs> what was? What did he call himself? Like Grandpa. Grandpa. <laughs> that was like the most triggering thing for me because he was like, "Grandpa's a little bit feisty today." I'm like, "No, Kid. <laughs> Your name's Kid. You can't." My oh. name is Kid. That I mean, Grandpa he Rock. Missed, he missed a lot of those. It's a lot of those cans. Anyway, we're not going to get into the Bud Light can. I thought that he was... had a song called "Ba with a Ba." Yeah, it was the best song of all time. <laughs> it was great. That song still slaps. Just an insane, like in 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 future years, like let's call it fifty years down the road. Yeah, and when you know people are looking back at like the number one songs back in the the nineteen nineties, yeah. so long ago. What is this guy, Kid right. Rock? What is this song? And then and he, and what, is that even a word? His... He likes his Bud Lights and his women on the Bud Light cans to be ball with the ball to bang to bang no dicky dicky. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, exactly. See what I did? Right. We lost Unless it. you're wo- – I don't know. I'm not going to do that. All right. <laughs> minus uh, 10,000 odds on, yeah. on Peter right now. Says okay. So what I was going to say was go to Saturday Down South. There's a ton of, of different gambling info and stuff like that. And we – we talk about it on here a whole bunch anyway, but there's like the odds that you're getting from some of these casinos and, and sports books and online casinos are really awesome. Um, and, and we'll, we'll be getting those, into those like in the fall and stuff like that. 
Uh, but that is one of the ones they were doing. It's like a plus 300. Now, did you see the one that was most interesting to me was DraftKings put up a picture. There was like a lot – from a gambling standpoint, there was a lot of interesting stuff this weekend, right? I didn't partake in any of it because um, I'm trying to get my life in order. Mm. Um, okay. You did uh, get your – okay, okay, all right. I got you. What's up, William Gray? Uh, but no, like the, my, the most interesting thing I saw. So like I don't – like the Drake – the Drake bets – did you see those? Like Drake the Rapper? Yeah. No, I didn't. Okay, so Drake bet Drake betting is one of my favorite things. Like, <laughs> it's way ahead of like Degrassi Drake. Like Drake gambling Drake is awesome. So does so so I'm guessing he has some form of uh thing with DraftKings, like an agreement where they pay him a certain amount of money. They could use his name and use his bets to draw people in. No clue, but like his his bet sheets, his bet slips, or it's like it says like steak on it, like not like steak, like not steaky, but like but you. like um, it it has like it, it's a very I, I don't know I've never seen it before I don't but he he bets like and, and they'll show him playing like roulette and blackjack and shit like that like fucking four in the morning and he's making he's like betting like hundreds of thousand dollars per hand but anyway he made awesome. four bets on two separate fights now when I first read it I could I was like a little bit drunk so I didn't know what was going on. I thought he had just made like a bet on both sides and it was like a stupid ass bet. Like he was like, here, I'm going to bet on this person to win the fight, but also the other person to win the fight and then knock out in the knockout. But what he was betting on was two separate fights. He bet on the guy, the guy who had the photo, like, yeah, yeah. That guy is. Um, he bet on him to win and to have the knockout. So he, he, he bet $1.4 million for four total bets. He lost the first several bets for like several hundred thousand dollars and then he had like i want to say four hundred thousand on the last two he won 2.6 million he ended up walking out with 3.6 million so he put down 1.4 to win 3.6 hmm. that's pretty awesome yeah it's pretty sick so uh, you could just you could bet like like tailing drake was the bet like no do you make the parlay oh okay sorry i i didn't you've missed a lot i wasn't following you. yeah yeah i've lost my twitter it's a whole thing i saw that uh, I saw you tweeting from the College Football Uncensored account for a bit. I was hoping to steal that one because of the follower count, but I don't <laughs> think our bosses are going to let me do that. I don't, know, I don't know if I'm the demographic. Also, I'm going to be on the radio tomorrow morning uh, with Craning Company, and they're, they sent me a message very, very quickly saying, hey, just so you know, we don't say the F word. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I figured. Fucking duh. Um, no, so anyway, the, the most interesting bet I saw though was like somebody made a parlay on um, one of these bets. Somebody made a parlay on it was like, like a, it was like a it was three three separate bets, but it was ten dollars to win sixty thousand. Ooh, is it was like somebody to score over 30 who averaged like 18 points or something, and then something else that was like very very it's like all future odds basically and they were all plus plus money um and then his and he hit the first two and then his last leg that he had on saturday morning was brooks kepka to win the masters and mm-hmm. whatever whatever like thing that he like bet it with whatever like casino or sportsbook he bet it with gave him the cash out option of twenty thousand dollars and i don't know i haven't got an update on it i don't know if he if he took it or not would you have taken that Oh man, I mean, with a guy like Rom, see, I, I, I don't, I don't really think I've seen the narrative, and I, I've been pretty much offline for the past week 
because I had to unplug for a bit. Um, has there been a narrative that like he blew the Masters? Only from Florida fans. Yeah, because that to me it was like Rom is the best player in the world. He was one of the he was the like the favorite to win the tournament. So yeah. like, I never felt like Brooks was in like just the the you know pole position easy win when he was up four even because right. you went into Sunday up four, but you were also still in the third round. Yeah. So you didn't you started the second or the fourth round or the final round only two up. That's nothing. That's a bogey on the first hole match with a birdie you're already tied like it's it's so i mean brooks's first drive on one in the final round <laughs> dude, i've never i've almost never seen that from a from a pro so it took me a minute it took me a minute for to realize what was going on shout out to like our buddy jeff williams who was sitting there watching it him and i are texting back and forth and he's like like because like the masters doesn't start until three i thought it started at four like I think it just started starting at three now on television, but for mm-hmm. a while I'm pretty sure it was like four p.m. Like it was a thing with the Masters. Like we're not doing this, blah, blah, blah. like just like everything else they do, just like every fucking thing else they do. Like yeah. you know what's crazy about the Masters is that like they're like we're not letting women in here. We're not just. I think that's I'm doing like the Belichick voice with it. It's just like oh yeah, we don't we don't think that women can play golf. And I don't know if we should allow anyone in here but old white men. Um, it's like watching Congress in in nature. That's a pretty good bell check, honestly. I don't. Yeah, I'm pretty do that. At it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, we've been trying. Dude. All right, don't ever do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um. Anyway, but he's like, hey man, yeah, like you know the, I, I love watching Vern Funquist on. God damn it, Vern Lundquist on. Uh, R.I.P. Not him, but your Twitter account. Crazy narcissistic of me. Uh, it was like, it was like, I love watching Vern Lundquist on 16. I'm like, yeah, yeah. When's it start? And he's like, it's already started. And I was like, what? Like, how have I missed it? So, like, so I turned it on. And then and Jim Nance, who's like just the consummate professional, like he never says anything. It's like unprofessional. And Brooks Kepka hits his shot. And like, you see the flight tracker and it just takes off immediately left. And you just assume it's like, oh, he's going to try to bend that around, huh? And it just keeps going. And you hear Jim Nance go, oh, my. <laughs> it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. He, he hit his second shot from the other fairway. Yeah. And he actually he still, parred, just, he still parred it. Yeah, that is insane. Also, yeah, the rest of the day was awful. Point, there was a falling tree. Which that is was like, insane. Yeah. Yeah. I actually saw a friend of mine from college that was there on 17. I can't remember what she said she did. She was there with her mom, but they had like walked away and came back and her purse was there still and had been like, it was under one of the trees. Yeah. Like she would have been hit. I I guess not because everyone moved out of the way. Thank God. That was pretty crazy. Phil Mickelson shooting one of the best round, the best round of his career at the masters yesterday. I didn't like how he was dressed. I'll say it. Well, he just looks like that weird, like, He's definitely having a midlife crisis, no doubt about it. He's lost yeah. like fifty pounds. He looks like a skeleton. Good area, though. No, he looks terrible. Like he looks he, terrible. He skinny. In his windbreaker yesterday, which was like he's he's a lot of things. He's way too cool for that. I was like, what? I think I think like like Barcel Big Cat tweeted out like somebody's like he looks like like a like a fat assassin or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> and then it just I thought that was funny. My favorite reaction to the fucking tree falling, and this is this is where I missed 
my fucking Twitter the most is that I have zero doubt in my mind that my my tweet about Par V Updike would have gone viral if it had enough eyeballs on it. But since Georgia fans are soft as shit and have to turn me into the feds about my fucking April Fool's Day jokes, we'll never know. Um, so no, but somebody somebody on, on I think it was like on TikTok, they're like, Did you see this video of the tree falling down? And they're showing the tree. And he goes, fuck this kid. This kid's like running for his life out from under this. And he was like, he's like running out. They go, this kid could have taken one for the team and his whole fucking family would have had master's tickets for life. And this kid decides to run to save his own life. For what? What a pussy. This economy? (laughs) Just take an oak tree to the dome. (laughs) (laughs) Spends the rest of his life looking like that, this emoji, like the thing and then oh, still, you know you get free tickets uh i mean the masters i thought it was like the last day was probably the most intriguing thing um the just with sucked. with spieth and yeah that that was a real drag and then you had like multiple days where you were continuing rounds and i, I, didn't know happening. That, I thought it was going to go into tuesday i didn't know yeah. it finish it up on fucking sunday yeah uh, you had Spieth and Mickelson paired together, make like a huge run up the board on the last day. Kepka, like it seemed like everyone was going low in the final round and Kepka was five over. Like, yeah. Uh, it just, it ended well, up being a pretty crazy tournament. Cantlay too ahead of him. Cause Cantlay oh, yeah. was like, fuck up. I mean, it was like, I, and he, and he wasn't like necessarily in contention. So it was like, what are you doing? I did love, like, so the story, the story that stole the show, the early part of the week and deservingly so. Sam Elliott. That's not his real name, but it's Sam something. What was his name? <laughs> uh, Sam Bennett. Sam Bennett. The worst facial hair I have ever seen on a golfer. Well, that's just because he, I mean, he, like, that's, he's from Texas. Right. He, yeah. he has, like, if you missed it, he's, and he's also young. So he has that stupid ass, like, he, <laughs> he, he has the facial hair of, like, every, Every dude in like a fucking Ford Raptor that like grabs the back of his wife's arm when they're like walking out of an old name. He's like, you spent what? You spent what on the in there? They have uh, a sale on fucking flip flops every year. We spent what? Anyway, <laughs> that guy, that guy's facial hair was like it was awful, but his story was great. I will say that. Um, yeah, the story was great. I mean, I was rooting for the kid. Uh, you know, after he was paired with rom and brooks yeah i was like damn this is gonna be awesome like i gotta watch this kid play and so i started watching some videos of him and the dude like have you seen videos of him, of him playing like college tournaments he's got to be better than everyone right but i haven't heard him but not i don't know i don't like i know he's won tournaments i don't know how much better he is than the others but like when he hits a good shot he's like the cockiest motherfucker ever he is like he really? spins his fucking i've never seen somebody do club twirls like this kid and then he comes out before the third round he's like yeah i mean i've won tournaments at harder courses this course really is hard was... i was like this motherfucker's gonna shoot 10 over and right, he almost he did, did. <laughs> well, so it was weird too because like 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 augusta like like it's like they forced it was like kids coming inside in like a hot summer day but it was like raining and they were like shut up Tyler. um it was like like it's like mom I, i'm gonna come inside and get a, like a pudding pop or something they're like you can get your ass back out there like that's what Augusta was doing. They were like, "Don't get the pudding pop." <laughs> it was like it was like a torrential downpour. Tiger is fucking 
I've seen oh my God. before, and that was tough to watch. And he's like, like even when he wasn't even feeling that bad, you saw him trying to walk up hills, and you're like, fuck me. I remember, like, remember last year when I had like my back that was like a huge issue, and I had to crawl through Rich's front yard, and mm. and uh, <laughs> Sam Sam Ben is hanging out with Kip tonight. I will, I mean, I will say, I don't want he, to say this. He did look like he would be one of the. Uh cadets there at yeah A&M. and i thought it was cool that he, he loved it his story was so awesome because it was like his mom and dad finding each other and then he has that tattoo like don't wait for something to happen um and i didn't realize alzheimer's could be set in that early i also didn't realize it could be that deadly um yeah. but so it's like a terrible story and one thing i've noticed now i think like after i've noticed this for the first time since the brandon miller thing and I noticed it this weekend, but like the the dangers of like broadcast television. And I say dangers very loosely, but it's like you watch everything on cable. It seems like everything's on ESPN. Everything's digitized. So you're watching all these like, you know, you're watching YouTube. You're watching recaps on fucking TikTok or, or whatever. Right. Mm. All Everything's run through social media. And and then like so the Brandon Miller thing is a story all year long. And then he gets to CBS for the first round of the first game. And they're like it's like their first time being able to present it. So we mm-hmm. kind of heard this story about Sam, Sam like um, Bennett the whole weekend, and then it comes to CBS, and they kind of um, are able to, to give it even more coverage. And it was, I mean, it was a really good story. Rom is like fucking crazy good. I mean, it, well, you know, like he's been, he's not like a young. He's this is his second major win, I think. Yeah, he's twenty eight. So, which I mean, is still young comparatively, yeah. but like. It's not like he's one of these guys like Morikawa that was like 23, came on the scene, won a yeah. major. Like it took him a while. And I don't know if you I don't know if you've watched a ton of golf, but like when he came up, it was always known that he was gonna be a very good golfer, but his his temper yeah. was horrible. Which makes me like him even more. Yeah. And like he's kind of it seems like he's pretty much gotten rid of that. Um, yeah, he's been really good. I mean, I think like Jeff was telling me some stat about him on Thursday where it's like, I don't know the stat, and it's kind of like a like an older I, I don't know but it's like it's like basically like war in in baseball where it's like you know how many yeah. shots you are oh oh it's uh i know what he's quoting it's um strokes gained against the field yes strokes yeah yeah field, but it doesn't include putting yeah right so it's just in general so yeah sh- strokes gain t to green yeah so like getting off the t up to where you're putting right like he he was like three and a half shots better than everybody, or something like that. Oh, he was eight. Oh my god, yeah, eight. that's that's insane. <laughs> it was like it was it was nuts. It was nuts for the uh, tournament. No, no, this is day one. Uh, yeah, and he double he he four putt the first hole. Right, right. Did you see the story um, that he told uh, about Zach being Ertz. in the group text with JJ Watt and uh, <laughs> what's uh, Zach Ertz? Yeah. <laughs> for those yeah. that haven't seen it, you know he was given his acceptance speech and yeah. He said, "This is just classic. Like this, I I have a feeling this is like something that you would do to somebody, without a doubt. Without a doubt, like you'd be Zach Ertz. So, yeah. he like humble brag that he's friends with Zach Ertz. Actually, I thought it wasn't a humble brag because, come to find out from JJ Watt, that JJ Watt was also in the text. I feel yeah. like I would have thrown that in there if JJ I was Rom. Be like, yeah, I was in a text with JJ Watt. You guys probably heard of him and Zach Ertz. And I would have thrown Z- out Julie Ertz first. I would, yeah. I would have called." Julie Ertz's husband. husband. Yeah. Yeah. She's the hottest thing that's ever come out of US work besides Alex Morgan, maybe. Uh, and basically (laughs) he was walking to go tee off, and he was in a group text with JJ Watt and Zach Ertz. And you know, Watt was giving some like, you know, 
jj watt type text like yeah. go get him man like reach for the moon and if you fail you're gonna be amongst the stars you know something I, real cool you to fucking misquote like <laughs> motivational speeches from here on out just reach for the reach for saturn so if you fall you land on the sun like that and uh and zach Ertz was like oh man i'm just watching now like first greens of walk in the park yeah. <laughs> and the first the first damn hole uh rom four putts and he's like jesus thanks, man. yeah, yeah. so play. i thought that was pretty funny and uh so but yeah man you know cool cool story i have an announcement we're gonna make right now okay and it's about your personal life and mine i'm kidding florida's florida's uh spring game is on a thursday no is it really this thursday I was gonna say no. This is about like I was gonna make a joke about like my personal life because I've been binging TV shows nonstop. Oh, okay, okay. I'm on succession right now. This okay. show's not. I tried it. I tried it. I'm not good at binging anymore. Like I used to be better before yeah. kids. Now, if I'm not recording with you or putting the kids down, can't put your kids down. Well, you know, that's not. They're not animals. People know what I mean. Um. No. My son. My son. Football at all in this episode. Okay. I'll say all, all I do want to say before this is that, like that. What is wrong with that? you? Why are you yelling? Oh, I just want to say real quick. I'm going down to the and, and Boozer may not even know this, but I will be down at the Florida State spring game this weekend. So okay, I'm Boozer. excited about that. Boozer, I'll hit you up when I get in town. Is he is he live in Tallahassee? He does. I thought he lived in Atlanta. No, he lives in Tallahassee. Why would someone choose to live in Tallahassee? Born there, raised there. Oh, I don't know if he was born there, but definitely raised there, went to FSU. Yeah, and dude, that's home for him, man. It's the capital of Florida. There's a lot going on there. You don't I even know. Who's is one of my favorites? Who's the best? Uh, You're gonna come down to to uh, a game with me one day, maybe this year, and we'll go hang me? out with Booza. Yeah, First I would be caught dead in an ACC school. No, I... fuck you, Tyler. I've invited you to so many games and so many things, and you're always like, "Yeah, I'll see what I can do." That'd be that'd be. Sick. You always say the same thing. You go, "That'd be sick, that'd be pretty sick man. That'd be pretty <laughs> sick." And then I'm like, "That's a no." All right, cool. It's <laughs> like it's like. <laughs> you're gonna Dude, when my kids are a little older it's gonna be easier i promise yeah yeah me too um <laughs> well anyway all right so like there's a lot like auburn had their spring game but like, i don't really want to talk about it. not because it's auburn because it was fucking stupid the best it... thing i saw from that was that like that auburn announced there was like sixteen thousand people there no, and no. one of the beat writers took a picture it was pouring rain and there was like 15 oh. people there i don't remember the last sunny day that's happened in in auburn like for a football game. I feel like it's rained torrential downpour every single time. For or a spring game or just games in, in general? general? It's yeah. been such a long time. I think the last time was like Penn State or Mizzou last year. Um, and I'm sure I'm wrong about that. But um, anyway, it, did you see the Hugh Freeze comment about the 24 nothing start that they did? No. Tell me more. I don't want to. They they started they started the game down 24 nothing. <laughs> Okay. Like, what were they like trying to simulate a comeback? No, it's just like that was like the way they set up the game. Okay. There's like the like That's like the only time way to set up a game good was like in 2010 when they were down 24 nothing to Bama and came back and won. But this that's I don't think that's what it was for. It was like, all right, so we got offense versus defense. Defense is going to be down or up 24 nothing. And also, you know what? Here's the thing too. This whole thing about like the winning team gets stake. And the losing team gets hot dogs is the dumbest shit imaginable. Because 
Have you Dude, seen I love hot dogs, by the way. Huh? I love hot dogs. Who doesn't love hot dogs? Well, Connor doesn't love hot dogs. He's the only person I know that... It, but his, his reasoning is, like, pretty sound, like, in most things that he does. It's like, it's like, well, if I'm going to spend... I don't know I'm giving him this accent. It has nothing to do. All right, let's go. Um, he's <laughs> who, like... Who's that supposed to be? It's like I think it's, it's supposed to be Connor, but it doesn't sound like that. I don't. How is my Belichick and my Connor? Uh, oh, let's go. Um, no. So Connor, oh, he always be like, I don't understand the logistics of. Like I forgot the exact reason. It was a good reason. I always gave him shit for it though, because um, hot dogs are great. But like this whole thing about like, oh, dude, losers getting weenies and beanies or what the fuck ever. Like they're fucking four years old. Mm-hmm. Like that's not that doesn't in, in, like incentivize anything. And also, after what Logan, Logan, after what, um, what's his name? Uh, Nolan Childers, not Nolan Childers, that's the kid I went to high school with. Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith yes. said about like, um, he's like, yeah, you know, we got a, we got our own restaurant and we, we got lobster and we got this and that. And it's like, okay, so, so basically the losers have one meal that is like basically what I would eat on a cheat meal on like a Thursday, like baked beans and hot dogs i don't i just don't i just baked think it's and hot dogs is like that's what i that's what i feed my kids when i'm like i have them by myself on a night and like you know my wife will be like yeah there's like you can make salad and i'm like all right that's they're either gonna get a pbj breaking open a giant thing of bushes yeah. <laughs> or like or yeah we're gonna do the easiest thing ever which is just put a hot dog in a microwave for 30 seconds and chop it up and give it to them can we talk about this for a second? Like I, I'm like I grew up poor, but like there's like levels of poor that yeah, I. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like a lot of people say that. Oh, I grew up poor. One time I poured out a gallon of milk into a into a um, a Halloween trick or treat bucket to uh, torture the sheriff of Nottingham in my Robin Hood <laughs> setup, <laughs> which is like is pretty cut. It's kind of fucked up. Like I should have been in therapy very early apparently because I was trying yeah. to torture. Yeah. A figurine, but my mom found out that I spent or I, I threw away the entire gallon of milk and like beat my ass because it was like we didn't have money to replace it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was pretty poor. We were like popo. We had like we didn't. We had we ate um, corned beef and hash with eggs um, three times a week, and I thought I was like convinced that it was because it was my favorite meal because I really liked it when I was growing up. It's just all we could afford. It was like. Interesting. It is a good meal, though, for you know, for not having money. That's a pretty damn yeah. good meal. Um. Anyway, no, but like, what always offended me, it's like, 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 because like, the economy even now is tough. Yeah, guys, just splurge and get fucking hot dog buns. Like, don't put a hot dog in like a fucking slice of Iron Kids bread. <laughs> Iron Kids bread. Wow, You're I haven't heard of that one in a while. Bread, yeah, man. that's a good one. Um, Anyway, well, it's a slow off season. Uh, the, now, before, like, like you said, we're not going to talk too much football in this episode. Yeah. I will say this is when spring games, for the most part, are going on. Like I said, this Thursday, Thursday at seven thirty on ESPN and ES, uh, ESPN Plus and SEC Network Plus, you have Florida spring game. I don't know why they're doing it on a, a Thursday, but even better on Friday, you got Miami spring game. So Jesus Christ. Uh, to just, go along with uh, Kennesaw State. The state of Florida back to you guys. Yep. And then Saturday, you've got a pretty big list, including Florida State. Alabama's is on Saturday as well, right? Uh, no, we're next week. 
next week. Georgia is on Saturday. A and M, Arizona State, Tennessee, uh, Texas. So there's a bunch. Penn State. So big weekend. Clemson. What's that? There's over thirty. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great weekend. Um, the only one that's on television is is like regular television is is Georgia. They're on ESPN two at four o'clock Eastern. This well, weekend. Colorado's on ESPN. Are they really? How do you? What the fuck are you doing? Just because, dude, that's going to be hilarious. Did you see the video that came out today? Yeah, where they have these terrible DBs out there. Okay, here's the thing. I don't give a. Sh- I don't care how this sounds. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start getting like, like old man Chris here. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in my Kid Rock era. Okay. If you have a white cornerback that is going up against the former non- number one receiver in the country, number one player in the country. Did you yeah. see the video? I think we should try to play it. Or Pull the video not? up. I got to find it. Where, who like, tweeted it? Was it Dion? Like, I think like Colorado tweeted it. They were like, like we coming or something like that. It's like, that's like their whole thing. Um, I, <laughs> that, I mean, that is like, that's Pornhub's, uh, yeah, that's their thing too. That's crazy. All together, join hands. We coming. Um, <laughs> this month we celebrate coming month. <laughs> so much. That is so much. In August, guess what? We coming. September, <laughs> coming times too. <laughs> this is we're gonna get October a threesome of come. Okay, stop, stop. <laughs> a threesome. What is wrong with you? Hide and go. Come. Never mind. All right, all right. We coming. All right. Let me find this damn tweet. <laughs> this is our last episode. <laughs> um, well, they got canceled on their own show. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm crying, which is a bad thing. Uh, no, so like that's like their whole thing. And, and so, because like, okay, like, Colorado is going to turn it around because where the bar was set was so fucking low in the first they place. Had one win. They're the worst team in Power Five last year. They had four, I thought. Weren't they a one win team? Okay, watch it. Is this even it? This is a different video. <laughs> this isn't it. This is this is like a better version. Okay, I got. I, I, is this, this is it? it? This is it. This is it. No, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Get off Colorado's site. Just go. Go to. I don't want to tell you to Google this, but like maybe search "we coming." <laughs> nope, <laughs> not not live here. Can't do it. Not live. Oh God. I, I don't know. Maybe okay, just go to search and type in Travis Hunter. Okay. We'll I don't know why that. you only went to Coach Prime. You're like fucking RJ Young. I went to Colorado's website. You told me to get here off. You go, here you go. Here you go. All you do is type in "we coming," like I fucking said. <laughs> <laughs> Can you zoom it in? Can you zoom it in? Look at this. Look at the separation. Look at the separation between Travis Hunter and Gareth. He's fucking 5'7". Like, if you told me that was Beans from Even Stevens running behind him, I would not believe you. I was focused on... The size of this O lineman and D lineman. Look at this guy. They had a coach wearing a mask. So this is clearly the scout team. And like I get that he is. Is Dion wearing a cowboy hat? That's not Dion, is it? Oh, it is. Wait, I just thought that was an Asian dude in a mask. Can you zoom in there? 
That's Dion right. wearing a cowboy hat. I think he might have some straw in his mouth too. Sick. Is that? Did they do that in Colorado? Look at that. I definitely am not seeing the same thing you're seeing. Okay. Well, but I mean, it, I think you're right. Anyway, so like they, they like show this. It has three hundred nine thousand views. People are losing their minds over there. Like we're coming, and <laughs> just watch the watch the DB's arms. <laughs> they move like uh They move like a corgi trying to swim. Like he, he's like. Good. Can you hear my shoulder popping right now? No, I can't. Oh. Now I love the guy too in the fucking camouflage talking shit to what I'm assuming is what the scout does the scout team D have a coordinator like this is like okay so let's just break this down and tell you how stupid this is because and this is I'm gonna get on a little fucking rant here for a second pause it real quick pause it real quick RJ Young who I hate more than almost anybody in this business because he stole shit from me a couple years ago and then blocked me when I called him out for it and then our former um our former graphic designer who I love to death was a great dude, did a lot of great work for us. When I called, he started working for Fox and, and was working directly with this show with RJ Young. And when I called him out about it, because he, he blatantly stole content from me mm-hmm. and then used it as his own. And he not only used my tweet as his own, he used it as a joke. He was performing live on his show and it was fucking awful. You guys have heard me bitch about it before. I'll, I'll just, from a comedian standpoint, it bothers me to no end. This dude has had Deion Sanders nuts in his mouth for so fucking long because he's so excited about Deion. Everyone's excited about Deion. Everyone is. But we're not like I dude, said. Dude, no I, joke. Look at the look at the guy's name. Keith. It's Keith. It's fucking Keith. Keith Gareth against Keith. the Keith against Are the number Gareth one. Keith? No, Gareth Keith. Do you have a lisp? No, no, no. I just I love the f- he was born in Barcelona. Gareth Keith. <laughs> so, so, but this whole thing, like RJ Young is like hell bent on making Dion a thing. And Dion will be a thing. He's already a thing. Like he's he's had success at this level. But the bottom line is that he is not, it's gonna take longer because of the nature of where he's at. You don't see these rags to riches overnight stories at shit programs like like this in a power five standing from from overnight. Like it took a while for James Franklin to build up Vandy. It like there's there's I'm sure there's examples of like being a flash in the pan. TCU was able to get to a national championship. They got their fucking tits ripped, but it was like you have this entire. They're playing in a in a in a uh, conference that has the deepest quarterback group in the country. Like almost every single like NFL draft quarterback for next year in the first round will be from the Pac-12. Almost every single one of them. You'll see like Penix. Bo Nix, don't forget DJU is out there at Oregon State now. Yep. And also, you know, the former Heisman Trophy winner. You've got Shadir Sanders, who put up really good numbers against fucking Alcorn State and AM University. Like, and no disrespect to the competition, but also disrespect to the competition. It's not the same fucking thing you're seeing. I, I kind of forgot too, by the way, that Dion's doesn't <laughs> nobody has numbers. <laughs> is that a thing? Look, look at the fuck. Nobody has numbers, but there's three guys on the roster that have a number right now. I want my one of them is Travis Hunter. Right. All right. So I looked up Keith. His his name his first name is not Gareth. I'm gonna give you five guesses. Yes. I think I think that you're gonna get it right in five, but I really want you to think about it. Can you so, give me his first letter? See, what, right. so William Gray brings up the point. He goes, Don't they have the best DB in the country, Travis Jordan or something? 
So Willie, he's right here. Hold he's on, let me, let me show you. DB and it will come up. That is Travis Travis Hunter. Travis Hunter is the wide receiver as well. He was he the number the one wide receiver and the number one DB coming out. He was the number one player in the country. He's an athlete from Collinsville, Georgia. Like this is I, I just, one of three people with a number on Colorado's team. Here's one of them. I've spotted another person with a number. I, yeah, you're right. Like most of them don't have numbers. That is weird. I think Dion had said some like corny thing. Like you got to earn your number. Like even his son. Well, he was look, talking about single digit numbers. He no number. Like he's like people that come in there and they're like you know like to wear number one. He's like you got people fighting in the stands. I, I actually kind of liked his point on that. And also we need to start doing the the podcast strictly like this. Like with oh yeah, with, this is so much better. Um, all right. So back to so key. The first I'm letter. Gonna, the first letter. I'll give you all right. I'm Isn't gonna like give you family feud, like white name family feud. All right, I'm gonna give you five guesses, and then if you don't guess it, then I'm gonna give you the first letter. Okay, What's up, and it'll make it easier. No, give me the first letter now. All right, fine. B. Brett. Nope. Blake. Brett was closer. Don't say don't, don't. It's not Brennan, is it? Oh, it's getting closer. Is it Brent? Is it? It's not Brennan. It's not Brennan, but it's close. It's very close to Brennan. Is it Brendan? It's even closer now. Brandon? Brayden. Fuck it, of course. <laughs> B-R-E-I-G-H-D-E-I-G-H-N. Brayden. <laughs> uh, uh, Jeff Williams, uh, Thomasville is a great place. What no, is let's 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 while we're here on the subject, what is the place? What's the buffet place down there? Remind me of the name, Jeff. I we used to go up there in college and eat, anyways. Oh, southern no. southern cooking, it's like a, a southern style buffet place that was awesome. I can't oh, remember, I think it was a woman's name, Georgia, huh? Someone said that's not Dion, that's fucking Zorro. <laughs> I just thought you spelled Dion's name wrong, and I'm not even fucking kidding on that. Like, makes me like Dion needs to have his name spelled wrong a little bit, like, he needs yeah. to be humbled a little bit. Dude, he, he's wearing a cowboy hat. I he's think. He's on capris. All right. Yeah, well, I think he's got, like, issues with his feet. Didn't he, like, lose a couple toes? What? I don't know. I don't know what has to do with capris. Okay, like, I, 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 would love, I would love if that's true. I think he lost one toe to, like, frostbite or something. Yeah. But it was like if like we just dug up like like if this was like back in the day when before like the internet and like constant news attention it was like oh yeah you didn't know Dion only has three okay here's another thing here's here's another thing all right you go ahead this this guy here uh huh the running back which you'll see here in a minute right here and this D lineman are small children yeah I'm fairly certain this running back is in fifth grade okay. Listen, look at I this. I understand the roster. I understand the roster is like, like, look at the size difference in the the O tackle and that D lineman. <laughs> I understand. Like, it's not like he was like like the roster was like incredible by the time he got there. I totally get that. Right, right, right. But we're glorifying the number one fucking player in the country coming out of high school running a go route. Against Braden Keith. <laughs> this could be a commercial or like a, a Chappelle show skit where he's like, it paused. It was then that Braden realized. Yeah. <laughs> Travis Hunter was not with the fuck. How Braden Keith? Braden Keith, he, he's not bad for a DB. He's uh, 170 pounds, 5'10. 
right. But he played high school ball in Colorado, so you know he's bad. bad donkey. Um, yeah, I just I don't I don't get it. Uh, I just think we're making a little bit too much out of Dion and all that kind of shit as well. Um, I agree, especially for this year. I I am interested to see what it looks like in year three. Yeah, in, or year two. I, th- I yeah. think what he's done in the portal, he can make a huge difference. Jesus Christ. He looks like the uh, the new Clemson QB. He looks like the new every Clemson recruit you've ever seen. Look at this. Nobody on the roster has a number except the t- these three guys. I don't understand that at all. All right, I'm gonna we're gonna change our attention to a different part of the show that I like to call gun reform. No, I'm kidding. We're not gonna do that. Top um, no, you've been a big component about this, and I'll be honest. Like, I I, I don't want to have proponent like, or big component. I don't know. All right, tell me what you're gonna say. And then I'll tell you what, I think it. is what I meant to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's listen. Bama's got 12 proponents on the schedule this year. Right. Okay. Um. <laughs> I can't believe I just fucked up that word. Uh, I'm like not a dumb person, but I don't do a lot to prove otherwise that I that I'm. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Chat GPT. Yes, love it. Do you? It scares me, but I do. I I think that AI is going to put so many people out of jobs, including me, in like months. Yeah, it's going to be quick. It's real bad. Yep. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, here's what you have to do, Chris. I'm just gonna give you nobody's here, it's just me and you talking. Yeah. Uh what you need to do, someone still has to run Chat GPT. You need mm-hmm. to learn how to master Chat GPT. So when someone finally says, you know what? Why pay somebody this amount of money when Chat GPT could do their job? Someone still has to run it. And you have to know how to run it correctly. And there's very few people that know how to do that right now. That's just yeah. that's just for me to you. I don't think anybody else is listening. Hey David Hill. It's all good. We love you too, buddy. Um, Thanks for tuning in, buddy. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure I'll learn. Okay. So what about ChatGPT? I want you to go to Instagram. Pull up Instagram. Okay. Type in we coming on and then put. Okay. So here the handle is face like F-A-C-E-C-U-M. Nope. (laughs) Type in Saturday Road. Type in Saturday Road. Saturday. Chat GPT is is apparently like Ask Jeeves, but on fucking steroids, y'all. Did you just say Ask Jeeves? Yeah, on purpose. Um, Ooh, that'd be fun. I'd like to see Chat GPT to write a Chris Marlow rant about something. Oh. Like, I would love it if, if we were like, hey, listen, Chat GPT, tell us why Auburn sucks. And then it's in like, but do it in the voice of Chris Marler. And you just see the first sentence. It's like, here's my thing about Auburn. All right. Go to the top, right. Tell me if you still like chat GPT. <laughs> oh, that's some bullshit. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. Yeah. Wow. It's a little recency bias. What chat GPT? I think our, some of our listeners are writing it in the comments right now. It's like, here's my thing about chat GPT. You say all the shit you want in AI and on chat GPT, but on Saturdays, you still got to chat it up. <laughs> you still got to at Saturday at 3 30. Yeah. You still chat it up. Yep. That's funny. 
I, I never realized how much you hated me saying all that until I rewatched some of our videos and watching your actual face respond <laughs> to it. Uh, I asked Ch Chat GPT who Chris who's Chris Marler because this is what you have to do with Chat GPT. You laughed at it? What? Oh no! It's well, it's it's not funny. or something. Nah, as of my knowledge, Chris Marler is not a well-known public figure. <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard at that? I don't know. I think it's funny. Would have been if I had my Twitter still. <laughs> I'm not a well-known public figure. Uh. Well, Anyways, Google, bro, Google me right now. Don't Google me. It'll be so depressing. It's like the most. Depressing. Ooh, ooh. What? Oh, Chad GPT's here. What? Chris Marler. I said, it says, if you could provide more context or information about the Chris Marler you were looking for, I may be able to help you further. So I said he covers college football. Here's the response. Chris Marler is a college football analyst, content creator, oh. and, social, and social media personality who gained popularity through his work with the Saturday Down South brand. Saturday Down South is a media company that focuses ah, on... No one cares about all that. Go back and read my sentence again. As a part of the SDS team, Chris Marler has been involved in creating articles, podcasts, and videos that provide insight and analysis on the latest college football news, games, and rankings. Wait, what? Yes. Fucking ChatGPT rules. Screenshot that and send it to me. I will. Thanks, ChatGPT. You can see you in... Anytime. Nah, that sounded weird. Yeah, I don't think. Okay, Can here's it? what we're talking about in our last. <laughs> Thank you, Willie. I did it. I did it. Um, that's that's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, Eddie Booza, eight years late to the fucking conversation here. Um, talking about JB's. No, oh, no, it's a it's a southern cooking place in Thomasville that uh, our buddy Will used to take us to, and it's a it's a woman's name. Can't remember it. Anyways. Okay, so I don't want to hear from you. If you guys also, if you guys have a question, throw it out there. We're just kind of having a lazy Monday um, response and kind of just shooting the shit, which is what, you know, we won't do it next Monday because there's going to be a lot to report about. There's all these spring games and stuff like that. There's going to be a ton of information um, that we'll be able to have then. But um, no, we're not going to argue about that today. Okay. Here's what I want to ask, um, and we'll close it out. And that is this. I've, I've gotten into some binging in this – this year, like binging what? Cocaine, a little bit of drinking. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Um, but I've been watching. So I bring up cocaine strictly <laughs> because I've been watching Succession. Yeah, and, and I try to get into it. It's, uh, I don't. I don't. So <laughs> this is gonna backfire. I was telling my friend Lillian about this today. I was like, "You should watch Succession." And she was like, "I'm not. I don't. Why?" And I was like, "I don't know. It's really good." She goes, "Chris, you don't even know if it's good. You don't even know if you like it." And I was like, yeah, that's actually fair. She's like, I mean, I don't, I was like, you know, I'm watching it today. And like, I, like I'm like halfway through the entire fucking series. I'm in like episode five, season two, but I really don't know if I like it or not. Cause it's so, it's like, I, I don't really have anything in common with these things or blah, blah, blah. So I don't really know what I should do. And her response was, she goes, you know, what you should do is just try to force a relationship out of it and try to date it for the next 12 months. <laughs> uh, Hey, good good call here, uh, Ted Lasso. Yes. Okay. So this is the question: top five things to binge this off season, or five shows you've been binging this off season. I know that. So I like. So they don't have to be new. Like no, of course. Go not. back and watch a show from the past. All I was right. Watching, I was watching One Tree Hill last week. Succession this week, 
Outer Banks is up there. I, I, me and Booza have talked about it. Me and Jeff Williams have talked about Outer Banks. I would say so. One thing, and not all everything on my list is going to be like this, but I think the best thing to binge is thirty-minute shows. If you start getting into the hour shows, awesome. it becomes very difficult. Like hour show with yeah. seven seasons, at least for me, it's going to take a long, long time to yeah. get through that, and I'll probably lose interest at some point. Oh, I like that. So That's most of the ones on my list, yeah. I've. What's that? There's some good questions in here for after this. Okay. Most of the ones on my list, I binged before I was married and had kids. I had more time on my hands. Uh-huh. So I would say, uh, I don't know if it holds up anymore, but Entourage. Oh, my God. Entourage, 30-minute show mm-hmm. on HBO. So out of the game. In its time was a great show. If you're just it's looking for a quick, you've never seen it. It's probably, I'd love to actually go back and watch it just to see how corny it is now. Okay, I would like, like, I didn't realize how much of, I thought I was like a pretty good person in college. I didn't realize how much of a douchebag I was. Like I got, I got this tattoo on my body and was like, "What's up, dude? Yeah, it's like pretty sick." It says, <laughs> it says "Prodigal Son," <laughs> and it was like in the gym, like you guys, fucking these are eighty-five and dumbbells. Are you seeing this? And I was like, "These look." I remember somebody. I found out later it was like one of my friends that after I got the tattoo and I was like taking it, like I, I took myself very seriously in college, and yeah. and somebody was like. Somebody wrote "Prodigal Scum" on the back of my car, and it was like one of my best friends. And I was like, "Yeah, take it off right now, bro." <laughs> um. Anyway, so but like I also I remember watching. I still remember watching the the episode when they went to Cannes or Con or whatever the fuck ever it is. Cannes, yeah, Cannes Festival. Yeah, and they played like "Welcome to the Good Life" from Kanye. Like as they're getting on the, I was like, "That's fucking tight, bro." <laughs> Um, that and so like the OC was another one. Yeah, you're really dating yourself a lot. But these two, I'm saying these two are probably so corny now that I'd almost love to go back and watch to see how bad they really truly are. Because what I did recently was watch uh, on Netflix Friday Night Lights, the show. That's like it's too many episodes though. Too many episodes. One, but man, it's so da- it's like so 2004 now. Yeah, like, there you watch it. Friendship, which is like ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, good show nonetheless. Um, no, I agree with that. I think like. That, so I started watching that with somebody in like 2016. I was like, this is awesome. It reminded me of New Girl a lot because it was like good or like maybe The Office even a little bit because it was like good. And then season or season two great two, binging shows. Those yes. Two. Season two and three took off and they were it was like the best TV. And then all of a sudden it was like, this fucking is ridiculous. Like the stuff these kids are getting themselves into is like, it's way too much. It's, it's right. way too much. Um, you really are dating yourself though, a lot. I would say, okay, so. I really enjoyed Outer Banks. I really did. But also, I love Treasure and History and Sarah Cameron, period, point blank. That girl is fucking... She's 25 in real life. I just want to be very clear about that. Okay, she, all right, all right. You play somebody on TV that's much younger, and that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the first, I was like watching the first episode. I remember texting Booza and, and Jeff Williams about this. I was, like, I was like, Sarah Cameron's like hot as shit. Wait, you have Booza's number? Well, we were we were we were DMing back and forth. Uh, yeah, right. Bro, I'll give Booza's number right now, bro. Oh, bro, Booza, hit me up eight zero three four. No, 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 no. That's no, a no. bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Um. So Outer Banks is good. I, so Ted Lasso, Willie, Willie Gray brings up Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso for me, I remember in twenty twenty, the quote I heard about Ted Lasso was, "It felt like America needed Ted Lasso." 
at the time because it was like a very tumultuous year. And I thought that was so fucking, yeah. you know, overdramatic. I'm and pretty yeah. sure everything's just tumultuous at this point. Yeah. That's how we <laughs> like it now. So I, I like watched it and I was like, oh my God, like I feel, and I'm already super emotional anyway. And I totally get it. But it talks about mental health and like panic attacks and all this stuff. And then like, if we're being a thousand percent honest, like it got into like like this breakup between Ted and his and his wife, and 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 like for me at the time going through all this shit with Allie, and it was a lot. And then, you know, it, it like and it was kind of cool too because it, it took on this whole thing about like it was it, it. I think one of the things that I just am now realizing talking about it is that it brought you into soccer because like it's a show based like you know a lot of like Americans are watching it, but we don't know soccer that well. Mm-hmm. So people are we watching. call it soccer. Right, right. So he goes over and he's like a division two football coach that's learning how to coach soccer or whatever. And then, so it already kind of plays into the whole thing that we're not trying to be super serious about knowing like how great like that sport is or the ins and outs of that sport. Um, I thought that was great. Now I will tell you that the the best thing I've watched in a very long time, it's also on Apple TV. Like, and I mean, I mean, I have like, like I, I would I would shell out the six ninety nine a month for people to watch the show if they if they didn't want to buy Apple TV. It's called Shrinking, and it's with um, I think it's Jason Siegel, the one whose dicks out in uh, that movie about something about Mary. No, not something about Mary. Who's the one that showed his dick in the? Uh, I wish I didn't. He's, he's Will done. Levis. <laughs> This is like the worst way to describe the show or the movie. Um, um, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that guy, the tall guy, he's also in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, uh, yeah Jason Siegel. You had it yeah. right. So it's him um, and Harrison Ford is in it. They play therapists. Okay. It is, it's written by the same people that did Ted Lasso. And it is like the most uplifting. I Like I watched it. I almost watched the entire first season in one night. Cause it, and it's like an hour long show. Like I was just like sucked in immediately. It's like about therapy and about all these like ins and outs of like ups and downs in your life. And it like, it was awesome. It was Tough so to watch. I haven't even heard of it. Good. It's so good. It's so good. I heard Wednesday was good. I haven't, I haven't seen that. The dart scene was next level in Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is just so good. I'm a little bit worried what they're going to do in this season. Cause we're halfway through it and it's the last season, but it's like, there's like episode seven of season one of Ted Lasso is one of the most perfect tele- like episodes of television history. It is like they cover so many things like redemption and failure and mental health and the guy he's a panic attack and and then also if you're like a little bit of a bitch like me like not only does guy have a panic attack and he's crying while all this stuff it's like I'm like I'm like sucked in but also the the woman who's in Ted Lasso is the woman who's been doing Elsa on broadway or i guess overseas like for like years mm-hmm. so she sings let it go and i was like this is the best fucking show I've ever seen in my life <laughs> it's, it's so good though um oh i'm sorry willie that sucks dude uh damn uh yeah sorry to hear that as well um, Give me hit me up uh, in my new dms i guess and I'll, I'll shoot my number um but yeah no those, i love those shows i like six, what's your six, favorite uh like not necessarily like uh, action or anything like that, but just like a like a drama show. It was Yellowstone. Okay. And then this year I haven't really kept up with it because it's like I don't really give a shit about like the. I, I'm not there yet, so don't say it. I'm not either. I just said I haven't watched it. 
Well, I've not even finished season four. I haven't finished season four. Um, just finished season four. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I've only seen like one, like season four, one or two episodes. I have like one or two episodes in season four. So my mom, my mom is having surgery on Thursday. She broke her hip. Yeah. Oh wow, that's a big surgery. It's been broken for a while. Um. So and she didn't know like they wouldn't. They just wouldn't let her. Her her insurance. That's pretty gangster. She's awesome. Yeah. I did. I did just walking around with a broken hip. Like I didn't even know. She's not doing anything. She, she uh, was, and they were like, "Just uh, take Tylenol, bro." And she's like, "I don't think that's what's going on here." Yeah. Like my mom's tough, but she's not like. I mean, I just I'm not gonna get into because I I will I will. You will openly weep. To, no, I was gonna say physically go to Columbia and find out her fucking healthcare provider and beat the shit out of him because it was like they they wouldn't let her get an MRI, and then and then her doctor kept like putting it off and putting it off and in in like. He it was like he would she would see him for like ten minutes. He's like ah no I don't see anything. You don't need a you don't need X rays. Everything's good. Like you're just getting older and it's just you know this kind of pain. So then finally they get the fucking MRI and she's had a hairline fracture in her hip for over a year now. And so she Man. can't walk. She can't sleep. She can't she she can't like physically do anything. So like you know she's getting her surgery on, on Thursday. But anyway, so she got into she got into Yellowstone last week and watched the entire series in like three days. Wow. And was like. Like, so she's talking to me and I forgot, oh, this is when my Twitter thing happens. So I'm talking to my mom and I'm like, hey, like, she's like, hey, and she's like doing this like weird gruff voice. And I'm like, what are you? She's trying like, to be rip. So she's like, she's like, tell me about it. She's like, what are you, how are you going to handle it? And I was like, handle what? And she was like, the Twitter thing. And I was like, probably just bitch about it to you and then have to deal with it. Like, I don't, like, I don't have a plan. And she was like. You need to get a plan. <laughs> he just kept saying, "How are you going to handle it?" I'm like, "What do you want me to fucking take Elon to the train station? Like, what do you want me to do right now?" Yeah, the train station, yeah. Long, long dark road. I do, I do love the TikToks that people make about like reenacting it. And yeah. there's, there's like this couple that does it. They do a bunch. They do them for a bunch of shows. I wish I had their name in front of me. But he's like, he's like, God damn it, Beth. She's like, just sell the meat, daddy. And then like somebody comes up and he says, says something to her, like, hey, Mr. Dutton, I'd like to buy your land. She's like, why don't you purchase this, you son of a bitch? And like punches him in the face. Like, that is the whole episode, every single episode. Like every year is just <laughs> somebody from a different geographic region in the country trying to take over their land. Uh one of my favorite dramas is uh, Mad Men. Do you ever watch that? I I know it is a kind of a slow burn, right? It is, but it's it's a very very good show. I, yeah. I like it a lot. Um, you know, what are your what what's a show that you feel like you've watched in in its entirety that actually had like a great ending? Like you were just like, man, that they actually wrapped it up pretty well. Because I feel like most shows you talk about like Game of Thrones or Dexter, yeah. a lot of these big shows like are lost. Like I was a huge Lost fan back in the day, yeah, and it just went to like complete shit. Like. Yeah, in season five, like so. I've what was a show that you felt like wrapped up great? Probably Seinfeld or, or Sopranos. See, like a lot of people, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I was gonna say a lot of people hated Sopranos. Like, yeah. three, no, like, I mean, so honestly, like from start to finish, like one that I've I've watched like over and over again. Probably, I love Theo Von. Theo Von probably, is so good. Probably The Office. Like The Office was like really bad in season eight, and it wasn't great for for. Season nine, but like the last couple of episodes of The Office were like, I just thought were great because they yeah. did that whole thing. Also, Tiger King was cool because that guy got to go to jail. <laughs> so that was, like, he kind of deserved that. Um, God, I'll never financially recover from this. 
Guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> God, that guy was so fucking weird. For that guy to just like come on this show and be like our live producer. Like how oh my God. was for the other episode or the other show. Hey, we might actually have a producer of this show one day. Like live while yeah. we while we uh Jeff Williams, huge Lost fan. Dude, so did you watch Lost? I mean another two thousand four show, so I'm dating myself yeah. again. Did you not watch TV since then? Like are you gonna about to bring up fucking bug juice? Br- I, <laughs> dude, bug juice, great show. Bug juice, it doesn't come in jars. Uh <laughs> you know who does though? Texas AM fans. What? <laughs> You know who else does? Deion Sanders and the Colorado football team coming this fall on your face. Jars. So much. Uh, I mean, I'd say probably my favorite show ever, and it's a great binge because every almost every episode is great. is is obviously Breaking Bad. Most people would say that, but I just I think it's great. I, I think Jesse Pinkman is one of my favorite characters of all time because he's such a piece of shit, but everyone reads for him. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's it's a good show, man. The great acting. Um, you know, what used to be the best show, in my opinion, was Walking Walking Dead. Yeah, I did like that show. I didn't watch all the seasons, but I watched the first couple, and I thought it was great. I I will never forget like watching that. That was like I would work every Sunday night behind the bar, and then I would come home, watch Walking Dead, and I would like sit down with a bourbon, and you'd like emotionally prepare for it because it was so serious and so dark. And then like. And I remember, so Diesel, my favorite bar ever in Atlanta that I always talked about, it's like, it was up the street from where I lived, like in the Highlands, on the same street as me. Every Sunday night, they had a viewing party. And it was like, those people, you think sports fans are intense? If you're having a viewing party for a TV show, because it got big enough to where like AMC would send like some of the actors there and they would send swag and all this other shit. But if you talked during that fucking show, people would lose their, there'd be fights and shit like that. But then like the payoffs just became so bad. Little breaking news. Did you see this? Probably not. USC expected to bring in Cliff Kingsbury as QB coach. QB coach. I guess <sighs> this is breaking from uh, Tom Pelissero. Cliff Kingsbury expected to join Lincoln Riley at USC. That's a, that's a cheat code with Caleb Williams. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's a cheat code. That is insane. Go look right now on DraftKings and see what what their what their national championship odds are. And see what they what they change to. That's incredible. See, this is like I hope like if Bama doesn't win the national championship, which they probably won't this year because they actually have to play people unlike Georgia. Suck it, Willie. Um, but like if if they like I, I hope that someday this story is broken down in the same way that we hear about like you know the fucking Elway to Marino story and like all the trades and like the Drew Brees and Saban thing where it's like, if he would have been healthy and Saban would have got him. I hope that one day they tell this story about fucking Cliff Kingsbury going on a sex adventure over to Thailand for three months and then coming back and be like, you know, and now I'm going to take my talents and STDs over to Southern Cal. Dude, people thought he was going to be the USC head coach. Now he's the QB coach. I'm sure he's making a fuck ton from yeah this severance package yeah yeah I only got uh, bucks from houston's i'm sure it's more than that <laughs> all right i'm still trying to track down the futures for uh yeah. for usc um let's answer some questions we got from the audience and we appreciate you guys as always um this has been a lot of fun we'll be back on wednesday preview some spring games we'll probably have a guest as well i'm not sure who yet actually i am it's uh matt 
I only know him as A.L. Ostrich. Um, on it's the guy that does all the SEC videos, um, and like the Southern Southern videos. Big, big, kind of like bigger guy. Plus fourteen hundred USC. All right, let's, and then keep track of what it is tomorrow, um, or I will because it's going to move for sure. But also, offense wasn't the problem with him last year. Defense That's what I was going to say. Like Lincoln Riley is the. I mean, I don't know how much that really changes their outlook. Honestly, I don't know what their schedule is if they play Washington or not this year. But like, like people, we've shit on it for long enough, and so it's just become like a reality. But the Pac-12 is going to be very good next year. Like the Pac-12, if you told me the Pac-12 was going to get two teams in the in the in the playoff right now over the SEC, I would probably tell you I think you're right. So they play Washington at home, Utah at home. But they go uh, on the road to Notre Dame, on the road to Oregon, and obviously they get UCLA at the end of the year. Do you hear that, Georgia fans? They got look. That's a schedule. That's a that schedule. Like it, so, from starting in October 14th, they go at Notre Dame, then home versus Utah, throw in at Cal, but then they go Washington at Oregon, UCLA consecutively from there. They don't play Oregon State. They do not play Oregon State. I really struggled against Oregon State last year. Um, the Pac-12 is gonna be good, man. Like the Pac-12 could also beat themselves up this year, um, but it's gonna be a good league. It's gonna be a good league. All right, my my computer is running out of battery, but also let's answer these questions we just got, um, real quick. All right, what do we got here? How I met your mother kind of sucked. I didn't like that. Okay, Jeff Williams asks. Okay, hold on. Jeff Rollins says, if y'all could know the result of any one regular season game to best get insight into next year. What would it be? I think that's a question we should have dove into. Maybe that's a good question. What is it? Where is it? It's at the very top of our Jeff Rollins. If y'all could know the result of any one regular season game to best get insight into next year, what would it be? Ooh, I'll tell you. Easily. Well, uh, okay. Let me see. Um. I will be a homer on this one, but I think I think yeah, so I think I could also be a homer on this one. What is yours? FSU I'm, LSU? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say Bam LSU. Yeah. Cause I think uh if if one of those teams does significantly better than the other in that opening game, I think yeah. that team is going to be well, especially Florida State. Like if they were to somehow beat LSU by two touchdowns, I think they'd be pretty much in the driver's seat to go to the to the playoff. Because the ACC is pretty weak. Clemson at home this year too, right? It's on the road, but yeah. keep in mind now they're the ACC no longer are their divisions. So even if Florida State lost in the regular season to Clemson, as long as Clemson's good and it's on the road and it's a close game, and then they beat them in the ACC title game, right? They could they would go. Uh, so I think that that's gonna if you if you were to tell me that Florida State was gonna win that game by two scores against LSU. I'd probably pick them for the playoff right now, whatever the odds are. I think that's a better answer than what I'm going to give you. I think for me, I want to say Bama, Texas. I really do. But there's so much uncertainty that you could read in. Because like, there's also questions I would have. Like, hey, what are what, what are like the surrounding circumstances to that game? Like, what's the box score of that game? What is this? What is that? Like, I think there's like, right. that game that I is it a at. game? Yeah, exactly. Is it a game in November or is it a game no, it's in the early week of the year? It's the second week of the year. Okay, and yeah. So I'm saying that's, like, that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. It's like one of the first games. Yeah, if you were to tell me what that looks like, although it's not always an indicator. Like if you think about Oregon versus Ohio State a couple years ago. Um, well, yeah. and I'm also thinking like too, like like is it if if, if Bama beats Texas. 
by like I said last year, like nobody was going to give Bama credit for that win anyway because of what we know, what we think about Texas. Yeah. Bama's only a seven point favorite at home against Texas, which is if you've kept up with Bama and the spread over the last couple of years, like at home, uh-huh. that's very low. Yeah. Um, but if it was something like where Milrow did the same shit, they hadn't even had the quarterback situation figured out by then. I mean, right. it's season, Cooper Bateman started against fucking Ole Miss at home. Cooper um, Bateman. Cooper fucking Bateman. Now he's playing defensive back for Colorado. So um, I think, I think Bama, I think, I don't give a shit how this sounds. I think Bama beats the brakes off Tennessee this year. Um, you just can't convince me that Tennessee replaces Tillman, Hyatt, Hooker, and fucking Darnell Wright at left tackle, and we're just magically going to turn around 15 years of fucking getting your ass kicked. Excuse my language. And I think Tennessee is going to be good. No, nah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I And I don't like Joe Milton. I've said that a bunch on this pod. I mean, I know he's got a strong arm. Reviews. What's that? He's been getting a lot of good reviews. But. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But they tried that already, and he could get better. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. the offense accelerated ex- like tremendously when Hooker was in there. So I don't well, know. Well, and it also, it also, people say this too, um, especially over the last couple of years. You make your biggest leap as a quarterback from age 25 to 26, and you're 22. Yeah. <laughs> so so I think this might be the year for Joe Milton. Like yeah. listen, you remember how you were in your 30, like you're kind of coming into your sexual peak and prime. And like I think that's what <laughs> Joe Milton is. Um no, I so I think that like that game, but I, I do think Bama LSU because I, I I think whoever wins that probably wins the West. Um and you're just gonna have a hard time convincing me, and you can call me a homer if you want, but like the whole country. The whole country danced on Bama's grave last year. That's true. Four, four total points in two games away from home. Both both losses came on the last play of the game, and the dynasty is fully dead. And I'm just telling you right now that offensive line, the running backs. I think Jermaine Burton's going to be good, which I hate, but also like There's just could be a lot of narratives changing in the fall. I'm just, I, I just want to, I just want to watch the QBs. I yeah. just want to see what the QBs look like. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, I feel pretty good about Bama. Um, this is a place to stop, but we're going to do one more, and that is from Jeff Williams. If the Masters tree had fallen on you, what would you have asked for? Well, obviously, lifetime tickets to every single round. Uh, yeah, that's smart. And then probably four other. Probably four other tickets. Like, you can't go crazy, obviously. So, four tickets a year to any round of my choosing. So, it's a practice round, just one day. But I get outside of me and whoever I want to bring. Like, I get two lifetime every round. Yeah. So, there, I could just go up and stay. Probably for me, you got to put me up as well when I'm there. And I want membership. Why wouldn't you just take a membership? That's true. I could get a membership, but, you know, like, how often am I going to go? I guess just if I'm going to have it, fuck it, if I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, throw in the membership. That's a, I don't know why I didn't think about that. And then lastly, uh, I want, obviously, full access to the the Breckman's thing, or Berkman, yeah. however you say it. It's like the private. Um, there's, like, private members. It's, like, exclusive to the exclusive of the Masters. It's, like, within oh. the Masters, it's exclusive. It's, like, VIP. Oh, with that, yeah. A lot of, like... Condoleezza Rice is walking around in there. Yeah. Peyton Manning. People like that. So get a new pantsuit. Um, I mean, I would first off, I would ask to see the dogs again. 
person. Okay. Yeah, that's a big ask, though. Get, yeah, but we get a lawyer. I don't think that. they could make it happen, honestly. They can make it happen. Somebody would make it happen. You just right. like brought enough money. Um, yeah, I would just ask for a membership. I would also, I would, I would throw in, I would ask for a membership, but I would ask for some sort of obnoxious addition. Like I wouldn't ask for the breakfast. Like, I don't give a fuck about Condoleezza Rice. No offense. Not like not just her in general, but like, yeah, whatever. Um, and I'm yeah, not uh-huh. super keen on trying to play the masters because I'm bad at golf. Like I, I would want to play it once, but it's not something I'd be like, you know what I would love to do. Cause here's the other thing. It's not like the masters is going to pay you to be whatever for the rest of your life. Also, if that tree hit me, who knows if I can even play the masters. That's a, that's a fair point. I still yeah. want to, I still want a membership. So when I walk in, they're like, Mr. Huck. Yeah. And for me, they're like, Tip their hat. Mr. Nighthawk. And I'm like, you goddamn right. That's what you call me. Nighthawk. <laughs> I, I would I would love to go like I would I would love to do it to where it's like all right you you give me something for free every year like 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 I want something that no one else has and for me so it would be like I know what the prices are but I want like a skip the line pass or like or like a like my own private area for bathrooms or like or like free be like free booze or I'm allowed to bring my phone in. Ooh, I want something that no one else has that like that I can just like rub in everyone's face. Like like it would be yeah, like, like every every yeah, every time someone's seeing off, you just yeah. right up front with your phone, you're the only one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just obnoxiously there. Just, like, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. that's all. <laughs> all right, great, great shot, Tiger. One for the fans at home. Did you I tell you when I went to the the fucking uh, the one in Atlanta, the PGA Championship with my coworker Ashley? This is like 2014. And this is like when Rory McIlroy McEvo- was like super big, and he was like like in great shape and everything. So we were just gonna follow Rory because he was like supposed to be the next Tiger at this point. And we we're walking by, and I was like, so the very first hole, and I was like, I was like, looking good, Rory, and he's like. And then, so we just go to the next hole and he tees off and I'm just right there again. I was like, still looking good, Rory. And he's like, yeah. So by hole three, he had already had enough. <laughs> and I was like, you still look fantastic, Rory. Still looking good. And he was like, okay, you gotta, gotta get that Husky fellow out of here. Um, somebody said we get these balls. Yeah. Matt Mitchell, that is who it is. Oh, there's a lot of new comments. All right. Let's get this up here to, to, you know what? You're in charge of sending this and sending yes. the, everything over to, uh, to Dan, because you've been gone. Okay. Everyone, goodbye. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. We'll see. You. Listen, <laughs> so this is this is the whole schedule. We're either going to be going live at 8 or 8.30 every single Monday and Wednesday from now on. We'll let you know if there's not. Um, but uh, Berkman's Place, not getting a membership. What is a 125-foot Viking sports That's, that's a boat. Somebody said, here comes a license. Um, all right, all right. I'm gonna get out of here before I get triggered. All right, love all you guys. We'll see you next Bye, time. Bye, everyone.